Welcome back, everybody, to the Creative Moment, Season Four, Episode Six. I'm Dante Bullhauer, photographer. Jamie Bullhauer, he's a writer. The dad-son duo of 20 years now. So, <laughs> let's go ahead and start with cracking these bad. Use my f- one finger because the yeah. Well, adult life got to my adult life. <laughs> okay, so today we are asking ourselves. We did an episode like this uh, a couple episodes back, back in our old trashy studio, um, asking three hard questions about our creative fields. Um, so we're going to do uh, kind of a second edition of that today. Would you like to go first? Oh yeah, I got a would you rather to okay. start out I for like you. I like that. Okay. Alright, so, right, and obviously uh, with a little explanation, but would you rather be commercially successful or artistically successful? Meaning commercially you make money and stuff, but you know, it's just people kind of forget afterwards or to kind of have a legacy because your art, your photography stood out so much. Does this mean zero dollars artistically? Well, no, I think if you're artistic, but you're not, you know, money is not the main goal. Commercially, yeah, you're good, but yeah. Okay, I would say artistically, because to an extent, I feel like, this going to sound arrogant, <laughs> I feel like I already do that. I could take a lot, I could twist my business into a lot more corporate commercial jobs just kind of and you had the opportunity to maybe even work for the minnesota viking pr like that company yeah kinda, you know yeah I mean, tom I mean, brady but whatever i was just like oh my god anyway yeah you've already had opportunities to kind of take this into the business yeah but i feel like part of the fulfillment there's only a certain i feel like there's only a certain level of fulfillment that money can give you and obviously i'm not i'm not fully fulfilled by money yet <laughs> I still need more money. <laughs> but. Yeah, so do I. We all do. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like if if they get too far stretched apart, it just starts to become just not. not it, it doesn't fulfill me at all if, it, if I get make more money but have less of a impact legacy, that sort of thing. And so. When I try to take these jobs, and this kind of touches on something that we talked about in the last, uh, our last episode, I like to know that it impacted the people, the clients that I worked with and have those relationships and connections with them more so than, oh, it was just a cool hype video. I, like It doesn't really matter who made it as long as it's just this cool commercial hype video type thing. And I want people to look at my work and say, like, Dante made that instead of just oh that's a that's a cool it's a cool poster cool photo doesn't like just it just says Getty images or something and yeah. no one ever really appreciates the artist behind the art type thing. Okay. So I would say artistically. Okay. I imagine you'd probably the same. I now though well, <laughs> I'm running like <laughs> You're artistically fulfilled. Then there's, been, there's been no money, so that's all been artistic fulfillment. So Fair I'm enough. ready for a little commercial <laughs> success. Open a can of worms. Okay. My first question is, would you stop writing 
all together, if you couldn't share it with anybody, like anybody, social media, family, anybody, and why or why not would you stop or continue? Oh, I don't think I could stop. Like, it, it, poetry, poetry especially, but uh, even though technically I wouldn't blog anymore if I couldn't do that, um, m- helps me understand the world. It's what uh, gets m- me through tough times actually and even expressing the joyful times um and even the milestone times you know um so uh and, and honestly i probably at least a couple hundred poems and stuff that in no way has seen the light of day you know, and um, again, working, you know, we've just had a rough summer and stuff and I, my plans for writing and input, uh, but I will get another collection out. But I am not, I just, there is so much, I have so much content that has not seen and it's still, you know, I would still write it because it would, ha- it just helps. It helps me process self. And obviously there would be a detriment. It does... Sharing it is a big part. Yeah. Of I wouldn't writing. blog. That's the inter. Like, if I couldn't share it, I don't know if I would write my blogs. Because it just because it's written. The blogs, especially, are written for the reader. You know, I know that I'm talking to them, especially as compared to poetry. Sometimes that's just the uh, personal reflection or you know things like that. Um, that would actually be kind of sad. I, mean, I don't know if I would. I, like you're like an FBI I, agent can't share your yeah. work with your wife or kids or any of that stuff. Yeah. Just, oh. So I think it. I asked myself this question. I thought, uh, yeah, I definitely still would. Like, there's a ton of photos that I have that I never share or whatever. Well, yeah, and when you go on your vac- like when you yeah. get your trips, you get that chance. More to- photos than not. Yeah. I don't share, but it would like. To take a really good photo and be like, I can't even show anybody. That I think that would, it wouldn't stop me, but it would definitely be a pain point. Yeah, because and we've talked about it too. But that there is a bridge, no matter what. And I know we've talked about unpopular opinion people. I just write for myself. No, like that's a part of the human aspect of art and why people do art anyway. And is the other person is the react is the scary moment of sharing yourself to the world yeah so i would be sad if i couldn't block i yeah well i never that's a good one i hadn't even really thought about <laughs> okay it's, it's what you get with me in this podcast i've talked about it value baby <laughs> thought about these in church too. okay uh-uh. <laughs> when they were singing not <laughs> Okay, all right. What so far? And you're you're still young, and I hope this. Is, what has actually been your lowest point as a creative? Tempted to say right now. <laughs> I was um, one as, but I can't because the money fulfillment is still going up. But I understand the stress. Like I got you. I, so, so far in August, I've logged all my hours. The least amount of work I've put into a single week is 82. So I am stretched very thin. 
But it's... But as a creative, because I'm not saying that that's part of your business. You know, that... Yes. So as a creative, what has been your lowest? I would probably say sometimes still in high school when I was still not very confident in my work and my abilities and I remember there being like a three-month stretch where I just kind of like lost touch with it I kind of started letting some outside noise it wasn't like a lot of outside but just like me not really having a portfolio to back up where kind of the if you know what the Dunning Kruger effect is, you mm-hmm. think you're the the less you know about a subject, the more you think you're an expert at it, and then it kind of hits a middle and then reverses. Um, I thought I was really good, and I really wasn't. And so when the feedback would come back as oh, it's all right, it's whatever, and I thought it was super good, I just kind of started to lose touch with enjoying that creativity and enjoying what I was doing I, I, I let what other people thought of my work affect me more than what I wanted to create I think it was junior yeah, I junior was gonna year say junior year thank you back to... because I had just been doing it for just over a year and I was like oh, I'm good at this good at that I do it all whatever and it at that point, I was still on the side about college and stuff. So there was a whole lot of things that I was on shaky ground with. Is this actually something that I like or is this just kind of a phase of me enjoying doing this or whatever? So I would probably say that. There, there are highs and lows with everything. There, I mean, there are different lows. There are like right now it's like a lot of stress. Other times it's like... I can't get a job like any business and that's, <laughs> yeah, that's stressful yeah, in a, a different stressful way in its own way and then there's just other like there's a lot of different lows but that was probably creatively I felt the least confident and creative all in general just and I don't remember when it was but I think it was sometime in junior year like the fall into the winter yeah because I would say your sophomore year was really a good you know I remember driving you <laughs> to Lincoln yeah. and you know, I mean, I'm just saying as a part of you um, setting your feet, actually, I mean, setting your feet. Like, you did some stuff. And that was just run and go everything. Yeah, that was, you were, so you like, didn't even, yeah, yeah, you didn't worry about stuff. And then your creativity, like, yeah. And yeah. then then some reality. You start to establish yourself and then you start. And then you start getting people who give you feedback who you didn't ask anyway, but they give it to you. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, yeah. So probably that. Okay. Okay, this one's in that same vein, same tree, different branch. What is the weakest part of your writing skill set? Oh, holy cow, storytelling. And I'm trying to get get better at that. I have my short stories and stuff. Um, I'm I'm really good at the very short story aspect and catching small segments of stuff. even my my short story collection, my spooky stories. One of the the feedback was the very short stories are really good, <laughs> and which I I put those in there too because that's part. And it wasn't I I don't think they didn't dislike the longer stuff, but you know the the longer storytelling a- aspect, um, and 
um, just my own personal like hiccups uh, that I have in my uh, processing, um, you know, and it kind of shows up sometimes in my writing, you know, and then I got to iron that out. It takes a lot of editing to get even my poems and stuff where they need to be. I get, you know, yeah. feedback. I, I always find it's easier to create trailers for longer pieces of content than the actual <laughs> piece of content because you have to, it's almost like you have to stay locked into the story at all times and still pick out creative pieces to, to plug into those different parts. Yeah. And the time. Yeah. And, and the time, and that is a hindrance. It just, I know it is. I, I'm not trying to make an excuse, but to um, get the novel and the, the one story I've got working. I get just little bits and pieces of it, and it's I can scrap it together, but I've just not had, like, just an afternoon even. Just straight-up afternoon, I just sit down and start. Um, but the poems and stuff, they're shorter, they're more intense. Like, I uh, just wrote one with the uh, Move Me Poetry stuff that kind of people really liked, and it was pretty emotional. But it's really focused, short, and stuff. So, long form. Um, Blog-wise, though, I do pretty good long form, too. But, yeah, a blog post, even in a, that self, is not that long yeah. as compared to a, a solid short story or a couple of the novels that I have. Interesting. Okay. Last one. Okay. Last one. You ready? Uh, am I? This one's oh. just going to be kind of interesting. Okay. Okay. Would you rather, another would you rather, and I kind of do this in my classroom, like I have a few members of that day where we got to do some of that stuff. All right, would you rather be okay with AI doing most of your work or going back to where you had to produce your own film and photos and bat go old school technology I'd and rather, see what it was like i'd rather do film 100 percent. and this is funny because i was kind of thinking about something like this the other day <laughs> where you know that video the jamie windsor video no hmm. ideas original and yeah it's talking about how some people think if you photoshop a sky in that it's not a real photo anymore it's it's a composite whatever and I kind of agree with that, but then I get asked to retouch photos all the time, to do this and that. And I'm like, I, I don't really enjoy doing that, one, because it's tedious, but two, because <laughs> I'm like, well, this is, this is what I captured, this is who they were at this point. I get you don't want a bunch of zits on your face or whatever for your senior photos, but like this is who you were at the time. And... The threshold of, I think this is still real photo versus this is getting more into like a graphic design composite type okay, thing. Okay, that's actually an interesting point. I didn't thought... It, it has changed a little bit for me over the years. I think more towards a, a harsher stance on it. But then it's like, okay, if people think that photoshopping a sky back when I... like. In high school, that was wrong. Now it's like AI, you can use generative fill to completely, like, you can take a photo, a super, like, 
tight photo of like just someone's face. You can say generated fill, like expand the photo and it'll expand the photo in the background and all that in seconds. And so I've thought, I've tried, I don't have, it's like a Photoshop beta thing, so I don't have it yet, but I wanted to do that for a, um, I had a senior who I didn't realize their collar on their suit was up on one side, not the other. So I'm like, I could just AI this and just have it go back. I had to do it manually, but it's like, okay, when will I start accepting that sort of stuff? Because that's not what the photo was. And so there's a lot of gray areas in that. I don't, I don't enjoy, I guess, I, I, I would enjoy using AI to maybe, not AI. To, I still like the creation of the photos. I don't like just typing cool sunset in the mountains and having yeah. it show up. Yeah, that I'm, but. But I like, <laughs> I like, I'm learning Blender, which is just 3D stuff. Mm-hmm. And I would like to create some cool photos using that. But I think where I would draw the line is if you say this is like a real photo and it's clearly not, it's like, that, yeah, you're ethically you're crossing the line. I've started to use my film camera more now, and I love that because one, you have to actually know what you're doing to take okay. a good photo, and two, it is, it does give you just this is exactly what you were looking at. Yep. And th- this is the color that it was. This is how it looked. Like you can't can't up the clarity or the dehaze or the contrast. This is just what you get and I kind of like that because it's so just raw and in a society now where everything's just pampered down and and fabricated and all this you don't know what's real and what's not it's like I can't I can't do anything to that film I can develop it a little differently that sort of thing but which is part of the question too is the technology if you would go back to learn a technology that maybe we're will be gone like no we'll yeah. probably still be able to relearn it but f- processing in a dark room and yeah, creating no some effects um by that that's a whole different technology yeah. and then back then people probably said if you leave it in that whatever liquid too long <laughs> to get it a little a little more contrasting okay, that's like, that's altering the photo or whatever yeah but I love the, the film. I'm really enjoying the film aspect where it's just raw. It's, it's what you're looking at. It's just, it, it, it's, cha- it's way more challenging and fulfilling than just typing in AI stuff. So I would 100% go back to, to that. Then go. I wouldn't do weddings on film. Oh, that would oh. I would not do that. Yeah, that, well. <laughs> I'd, yeah, okay. My last question. Wait a second. Side note. Are you done with weddings yet? No. Nope. Two more. Two more. Okay. And then that's it? Well, Maybe. I'm already... Uh, okay. <laughs> At what point or like what circumstances would there have to be? What would be like the, the perf... Not perfect, but the scenario in which you would jump into a full-time writer? Whether that's monetarily or like you have more time for you to quit every other job and just jump into being a full-time writer, what does that scenario look like for you? Well, oh, the 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 money part would be part of it, but I'm gonna just leave that alone because that's kind of a 
Yeah, we got that. That's every. That's that's every. You want to be a full time anything? You have to yeah. Yeah. Um, it would be not just um, having a book, a novel, a poem, a collection of poetry, or any. It would actually, if I was also given the chance to go and do even like a college tour, to where I could talk and share and uh, inspire other people to venture out and publish their poems or write or step out um, and take their their notebook filled with words and they've never let anybody read it or something like that. If I could also do kind of my teacher type of thing, but not obviously as in the classroom and get the chance um, to spend some time um, talking about it, teaching about it, inspiring, you know, um, something like that. I, I would probably quit my classroom and and do that. I would. So <laughs> let's bring money back into it. Yeah. <laughs> if you knew that you could provide a minimum, like for your fan, like minimum for the family, still pay the mortgage, pay the bills, whatever. But. We're not going to talk exact numbers here. You're taking a large pay cut, basically, but you can still, you think you'll be able to, to survive. <clears throat> Would you still jump it, knowing that you have to make some lifestyle changes, like save some money, that sort of thing? Yeah, I probably would. Like that, because part of, and we've talked whatever episode way back when we were defining success, Part of what I define success is that success is that somebody looks and goes, you're the writer or you're the poet. And like that would help me fulfill that aspect. If I got that chance um, to go and do a, a, what, a college tour, whatever, book signing. And not, and not book signing really because I don't uh, – that's not – I want to – talk about the craft i want to inspire others and, and um help them elevate um you know do things like that i don't want to do a book signing tour that's not you know it's you meet people yes you get to read but you don't get to do that skill set aspect to it um you know and a little bit kind of like what i did you know for a while then when i had that uh, college job and yes and got to go you know, I just, I really enjoy that stuff. So it would though, and here's the hard part. We've obviously talked about my aspect. I would take the pay cut, but I, I wouldn't put our family again the way it was that one time. Like I, and so I would choose family, but there is a threshold. There would be a threshold. And then once it went over that, I would go ahead. Once it's an empty nest. Uh, that might actually be part. But once it got to that threshold to where we could still be okay um, with that, you know, get uh, then, yeah, I would take that pay cut and go out and travel for a while and talk to people and, like, you know, do th maybe throw a shot up of us on... <laughs> Podcasting this on the is big where screen. It started. Yeah, you know, things like that. Season four, episode six <laughs> is where we decided <laughs> we were gonna take the jump. You're gonna take the jump. Yep. Haven't looked back since. <laughs> Bookmark this this uh, video, okay? 
That's interesting. I kind of the, the three hard questions is interesting. Get you thinking. We yeah. don't discuss these beforehand, no. by the way. It's just straight, straight off the cuff reaction to it. So, hope you guys enjoyed our second edition of our three hard questions. Uh, we're on YouTube. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere you get it. Subscribe, like the podcast, do all the things. Follow us on social media. Discuss with us engage do that whole thing uh this was the creative moment season four episode six and we will see you guys in a couple weeks